0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Yep.
2: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside
1: my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing?
2: It's great. You
1: know, off season, always great. Always excited. There's nothing
2: that's happening. You can't tell me it's great. You can't tell me it's exciting. Don't, don't even for the angels. I mean, there's hope. I haven't had hope since last off season. I haven't even told you what we're talking about. And you're you're like spot on, but before we get going, (laughs) it's weird. I mean, it's not like hope or anything like that, but it's, it's a conversation that we always have Um, before we get going. Don't forget, follow us on all our social medias, Twitter. Well, x instagram facebook you can follow myself on x at jared underscore tim's nate at nate green 34 if you're on youtube don't forget to follow wherever you're listening to us don't Back forget that bell to subscribe, hit that bell yeah whatever they say on youtube all that fun stuff almost had a thousand followers which is a lot of fun um thank you everybody who are subscribers should i say i'm sorry subscribers on youtube thank you so much for all that um
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Find a location near you at
2: bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: With all that being said, let's get this roll in here. I have two questions. I have two simple questions. Hopefully they're simple. We might elaborate a little bit on them. We do this every year, right? Of course. But since it's the off season, let's do it again. Who are those one or two players... And you you can give one or two whatever you whatever you want to give that if they are starting on opening day the angels are not contending.
1: Okay, I will go two just because. Uh, David Fletcher is one of them for me. I don't think David Fletcher should be a starter. He's a fine role player, bench guy, uh, defensive replacement, things like that, but. If that guy is starting every day at second base or shortstop or third base, wherever, like this team is not a playoff team. Um, the second guy for me, I think is going to be a little bit surprising. Some people are going to be upset with this, but it's Mickey Moniak. Um, I don't think Mickey Moniak is, is a guy who starts every day on a postseason roster. Uh, he's a really good fourth outfielder. He's a guy who can get some APs against some some righties. Uh when it's like a really tough righty and, you know, maybe a Taylor Ward could struggle or things like that. But if it's going into the year, Mickey Moniak is your starting right fielder, center fielder, left fielder. Like we're going to be in trouble because we saw it last year. He was really hot for a month and a half. And then he came back down to earth and he like came scorching back down to earth. You look at his numbers and uh, he the went just, from being the like, Justin
2: Upton treatment. Is that what you're it, saying?
1: Uh, Justin Upton treatment is the opposite actually where you're really, really bad early. And then you're really, really good when the angels are out of the post season, which is kind of the Luis ranky folk treatment, but you know, whatever. Uh, um, but yeah, I think those are the two guys, honestly, if the, if the roster is built around those two guys, it's it's going to be a long year.
2: I've been thinking about this and I don't know if I'm going to intentionally try to piss some people off or I'm going to stay kind of more conservative. Um, my number one guy is Griffin Canning. If he is oh, okay. starting in the rotation, I don't mind him starting. I don't mind him in the bullpen because he can't start in the bullpen. If he's if he's taking Jaime Barrio's role, I think it's 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 not a bad move there. Um, but I, I'm saying if he is in the Angels starting rotation on opening day, Angels are not contending. I mean, it's fair to say. I almost went Patrick Sandoval for you. Just for if you. If
1: he's the five, you're upset? Canning? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, the angels didn't okay. get good. the angels did not get good enough um, because I think I think that at the moment Tyler Anderson's that four um, and Griffin Canning's the five. I would have said Tyler Anderson, but that would make me bump up two starting pitchers, and you'd have to figure out something to do with Tyler Anderson. I'm, I don't want to dive into that. Yeah,
1: too. no, no, no. I I, I get you know the that. Tyler Anderson thing. I think we all are, are in agreement yeah. on Tyler Anderson shouldn't be on this roster, but he he's going to be. If Tyler Anderson's not on this roster and Griffin Canning's your five. Are you still upset?
2: No, 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 no. Okay. No.
1: I just want to clarify for those listening so they're not thinking that you think that Griffin Cannon can't start. It's no. Griffin Canning can't be in the rotation with Tyler Anderson. Uh, with Tyler Anderson one of those because two that, guys. that's, that's those- two guys that you have to worry about instead of one. Because Canning actually isn't the worst number 5 starter. No, no. But-
2: but I'd prefer him and, to-
1: and honestly, like the way that that the thing would work out, Canning would probably be the four, and Anderson would be the five, and that's where the problem would be. If Canning is your number four, you're expecting him to uh to to be like a lot better than a yeah. five inning four run guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, a four five ERA type of guy, which I think is what he is, which yeah. is a fine five starter. But if he's in the rotation with Tyler Anderson, that's where the problem is. Correct.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, I absolutely. If, if both of those guys are in the rotation, let's go with that. Both those guys are in the rotation. Angels are definitely not competing. That's, I think that's, that's fair to say. And I think personally, I think if Griffin cannings in the rotation, I I think if, I think if either one of them is in the rotation, they didn't get good enough to compete. I think that's fair to say. However, for the sake of this argument, I'm saying Griffin canning um, for all, just because, Um, and then my, my second guy, and I've gone back and forth here a little bit too but I'm going to go Luis Renifo on on this yep. one. Um, yep. You could go Brandon Jury as well. You can say, you know, if Brandon Jury is starting at second base, the Angels probably aren't competing, but I think that they can compete with Brandon Jury at second base. I don't think they can compete with Luis Renifo starting at second base. That means Brandon Jury is probably playing a different position, which is third base. Jury's, pro- means- Jury's
1: probably the opening day DH right now. Like if the, if the lineup had to go to, yeah. to bat right now, Jury's probably the opening day DH. Um, or Rendon. Like,
2: which are jury? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and Rangifo is your opening day second baseman. Um, I think that's an interesting answer from you, just because you were super excited for Wash to work with Rangifo. You know, I'm not a big Rengifo guy. Um, he, he's a good player, don't get me wrong. I just kind of threw some shade at him with the Justin Upton comp. You know, really good when the lights are off. But yeah, I, I understand it. Like if if those guys are playing big time roles on this team. This team's not good enough. This Uh, team, this team as, as badly as I want them to be good, because like, I am truly an angel fan. You guys all hear me as negative Nate and things like that. But like, I am truly a diehard angel fan. I've, i born and raised an angel fan. I love this team. And that's why I'm so passionate and so pissed off with, with the rosters that they continue to run out there every single year, because it's just a disgrace to what I've seen. Hmm. Um, I grew up in the early, you know, late 90s early two, 2000s where I saw really really good baseball teams and and then you see the 2010s and things like that like the early to- 2000s all the way to 2010, 2013 like they were always competitive. Great. What and now, best team and now you look baseball. at where they've been the last 6 7 years it's like they're not even competitive. Like it's it's just frustrating to look at the rosters. So for the Angels to be really good they have a lot a lot of work to do this offseason it's not oh hey get us one pitcher here one one position player here and we're going to be really really good like this team is two starting pitchers away like two legitimate starting pitchers away this team is a middle infielder away and probably another i I would say a center fielder because i really think Mike Trutch moved to right field i know people are upset about that but whatever i think Trout playing 140 games, 150 games in right field makes the Angels better than playing 85 games in center field. Like, I-, I want Mike Trout hitting three times, four times a game as much as possible. I don't want him, you know, missing 100 plus games. So, yeah, I think they're a center fielder away, a middle infielder away, and two starting pitchers away, plus some bullpen depth. And that's not including like a middle of the order guy as well. Like this team really needs Taylor Ward to step up as well. Like Taylor Ward has got to be closer to twenty twenty one Taylor Ward, not twenty twenty two Taylor Ward, because they need that guy to be like a four five hitter and not a a borderline seventh eighth hitter.
2: And, And and I agree with that. They're missing a lot of pieces right now, for sure um with the second basement conversation since since we're gonna go there and i'd love to hear uh hear the people on youtube here who do you think the angels opening day starting second basement basement is give me hey let's play it this way give me who you think and who you want
1: i think it's Brandon of jewelry. okay um i think Perry signed him last year as a second baseman. I think Wash will really push hard against that because I think Wash will, will watch Drury play and be like, you know what? This guy's not a second baseman. He's probably a third baseman or a first baseman. Like I'm not playing this guy at second base. Um, Who do I want at second base? Oh, this list is, is very, very long for me because like there's different tiers, obviously like, you know, tier one dream scenario, you find a way to get Nolan Gorman. I think Nolan Gorman provides a left-handed uh some left-handed power in the in the middle of the order, could probably hit fifth, could also play third base if Rendon goes down. Um uh, makes a lot of sense from also fitting in with this young core. Like he's he's young about the same age as Neto and and Shanuel and and guys like and Ohapi and guys like that where it's like, hey, you would have him for five years to ride with this young core, really help build up with what, what they're going to do. Um, but then you have that tier two list, which I think is the most realistic. And I think, honestly, Tim Anderson's that guy. Uh, I kind of talked about it last time. I think Tim Anderson brings what this Angels lineup needs to build around because like we talked about, this lineup needs a lot of help, right? They need... They need a middle of the lineup guy. They need a, um, they need a true center fielder. They need a, a second baseman who's going to play some really good defense. Things like that. So with all of that, it's not realistic to get all of that. Um, with the resources the Angels have, like they're not going to go. They're going to spend money. I'm I'm not discounting that. But like the Angels don't have the resources to just be like, oh hey, we're going to make this trade for Dylan Cease and for. Nolan Gorman, and for you know, Corbin Burns or something like that. It's like, oh, hey, all of a sudden we fixed three of our four problems. We'll go sign, you know, this center fielder for a decent amount, and all of a sudden our, our entire problems are fixed. And it's like that's not realistic with the prospects we have and the young core that we're trying to build. So I think honestly, the most realistic answer is Tim Anderson because this offense is going to have to play. Joe Madden, you know, S Baseball where he says 1990s baseball to early 2000s baseball where it's like you're going to have to run. You saw how important it was to steal bases last year. You're going to have to run, you're going to have to play defense. If you can do that and pitch, you're going to be fine. But if we have the same offense that says we're going to try and hit everyone's going to try and hit 35 homers, it it's not going to work. This team is not built to do that. I'll
2: give two like random Yes is here, and one is going to be Jorge Polanco, and one okay. is going to be Kevin Biggio. I don't know why, just random names there as I'm scrolling through. As that's what I was doing there. Um, free agency. I I think I I, I wouldn't mind Tim Anderson. I think that makes a lot of sense. Angels has already been linked to Candelario. Uh, I don't know how much you play oh, second he's base. Second baseman. Um, and also then wouldn't surprise me if from Perry's statement earlier this week saying the angels are good where I'm I'm happy with where some, some of these guys are, you know, they have, and I know we already talked, just talked about this guy like David Fletcher, a guy like Luis Renifo, um, Brandon Drury. Um, do I think they need to get better at second base? And this is a weird conversation to have because second base isn't the most important of positions. Absolutely. But I think that they're also satisfied with the depth that they have there. Yeah, I
1: would so, be satisfied with seventy three wins as well. I think that's a good number. I, I I didn't want to get you off on that tangent. So, I mean, that's just what that's just what he is. He Perry is is obsessed with mediocre, and that's what that's what he loves. That's why he continues to come out every year and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm really really happy with where we're at. I think our pitching staff. If we had to go out there today, like I'm pretty I'm pretty excited with where our pitching is at. It's like, bro, we had one of the worst pitching staffs in baseball last year. Mm-hmm. And we're losing, uh, probably our number one guy. No, our number one guy. So, like, how do you get better by subtraction that way? Like, it it just doesn't make sense. Um, you're really going to need guys to take that, that big step up. And I I just don't see Tyler Anderson taking that step up. Um, I could see a guy like Reed Demers, Chase Sealseth. I really don't see Patrick Sandoval taking that next step. He he's too much of a mental midget to do it. So there's there's just a lot of issues with where the Angels are at, and for Perry to come out and say this team is is good where, where it's at. Like worst case, it's like, bro, you just signed your 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 fired check. Your your you know your last check because if you're I I know I said that bad, um, but you just signed your your time as GM away. Because if this team wins 73 games again, there, there's no shot. They're bringing this guy back.
2: Yeah, and this is probably going to haunt me. And This has been my last words for the night. At least they didn't sign Ronaldo Lopez for $10 million a year. So with all that being said, guys, you're welcome for that. I know we talked about it. Um, with all that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast. Uh, stick with us. Uh, we have a couple more podcasts coming this week. Happy Thanksgiving as well this week. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Well, we'll be talking some more. We got some more to talk about for sure tomorrow. But um, go ahead and follow us on our social medias, uh, X, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself on X, Jared, underscore Tim's Nate at Green 34 Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.
3: The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos.